nodding in and out of smiles like an archaeopteryx comedian. And need to stop drinking out the same water I'm puking in. Like a box of matches in a world of lighters, I'm a loser. Occasional robotic bloodhound, fully employed loser. Story with no the fly just talking shit. That's like yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, okay, well, I was trying to get on some like Jeff Ross type shit, and uh, that ain't me. Yeah, I'm more just, a, I'm just on the fly snapper, and that's why I like. After like the second round, I just start roasting the judges. Just just going for them and yeah. Stuff. I was like, well, because at least I know I can go off the top. But yeah, I haven't. You know, they, I thought they wanted me to actually like prepare something for him. I'm not really a prepare roaster. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. uh, okay, I, I know I got tyranny coming up. I'm going to. You know, because I mean, you can I... roast me. I I felt that right there. You wanted to for a second. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> there'll be plenty of times where I roast you. Mm. Plenty Fair of times, enough. bro. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, I feel you. Guys, welcome back to episode 91 of Escaping Tyranny. I'm joined along uh, Mark J. Yes, bro, appreciate you being on the pod. Hey, man, thanks for having me, bro. I'm, I'm trying to go away from the intros a little bit, but I wanted to ask you immediately. J is your last name, just the letter J, correct? Um, For my stage name, yeah. Your stage name, my got stage it. stage name. So, what, what gets people um, confused is on my, my Facebook, you can't just put one letter yeah. So I had to put J-A-Y. Okay. So now everybody thinks J-A-Y is either my last name or that's my whole stage name. And it's really just the letter J. Just the letter J. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was about to say, I had to get that backstory because I was like, I didn't know what that was all about. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you end up uh, getting into stand-up? Okay. So let's see. So stand-up, I actually like originally just wanted to be a, uh, a singer. Okay. So, you know, that's what I went to college for and everything like that. Um, like, my last year of college, I ended up getting into radio. Okay. So, got into radio. Um, and to fast forward, we, we might, you know, backtrack at some point. But to fast forward, I ended up in New York trying to be on the radio. Okay. But I had, like, little to no experience. So, I had to figure out something else. So... I always liked comedy. I just never like had the nerve to actually get on stage. Sure. So my first time getting on stage was uh in Manhattan in 2018. Okay. Got up on there, did it. But to be honest with you, I wasn't bit by the bug. You know, some people they say, "Oh man, the first time I got on stage and I just been doing it ever since." I ain't had that story. Yeah. I got up there, I was like, "Okay, yeah, I did it." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I end up coming uh, back to, I, I was living in Texas. Ultimately, I transferred out here in Albuquerque. And then right before the pandemic, I just went out to Cali and was like, okay, can I cuss? Yeah. Okay. I was yeah. like, fuck oh, it, yeah. I'm going to do yeah. it, man. You know, <laughs> I was trying to be politically. No, no, no. Like you're that, good, man. Bro. You know what I'm saying? So you're good. it's escaping tyranny, bro. We're fine. It's like, <laughs> sounds good. Sounds good. Just had to ask. But look, so, uh, let's see, January, 2020, I just, uh, drove out to, um, LA just start getting on stage. Then I start getting booked. So I was like, okay, this is something I'm uh, I'm gonna do. I, I'm probably going to just live out here in LA. But then the pandemic hit. Mm. I'm so glad I renewed my lease here because if I if I wouldn't, I'm all the man so out back, man. So out back. So about six months pass. Um, once the pandemic is going, and I'm like, oh, I haven't been on the stage in a minute. So. I guess, uh, let's see, November 2020, that's when I reached out to uh, Black Mike or Mike Ogden out here. He's a comedian. And um, he was like, uh, 
you need to talk to Keith Breckenridge because he's booking people right now. So I did. And I've been doing comedy out here uh, ever since uh, November 2020. Nice, man. I was about to say, so at that point, you kind of got bit by the bug. You're kind of going around a little bit more. What would you say your style is? Because I've seen you do a couple things, and it just seems like you do a lot of experience stuff. And you you make me cry laughing most of the time, dude. Oh, man, thank you. <laughs> well, man, you know what? <clears throat> Excuse me. I, my style, I kind of... I always want to make um, my jokes come from a real place. Sure. Even if I exaggerate them a little bit or whatever the case sure. may be, but I want them to come from a real place because I don't want it to feel like I'm putting all of this together from the air. Yeah. You know, and my style is mainly like performance. Like it always goes back to my performance background. So um, on stage, always trying to give a show. Yeah. And whatever time I'm, I'm um, given. So if it's five minutes, I'm going to try to work the hell out of that five minutes, Yeah, you know, on stage. I want to be sweating. And it's not hard to sweat because I'm fat, but, yeah. you know, so I just said, like, if I wasn't, what would make a skinny person sweat in this five minutes? Sure. And that's what I'm trying to do. I was about to say, when you say, like, sweat, are you, does that mean, like, you're trying to you're trying to push the boundaries a little bit? Like, kind of get a little uncomfortable? Yes. I want to always teeter that line of, what did he say? Like, but, oh, it, yeah, but, yeah. It, but I want I want to I want to teeter that line of what did you say, and and but not go to where it's like oh man I hate him he's just so disrespectful he's right you know offensive he's a jerk I don't want to get there right you know what I'm saying so but whatever the uh line is between what did he say and he's a jerk I want to be right in that middle yeah you know so I don't never want to turn people off you know what I'm saying but, well it's crazy too because like it seems like there's a wide range right there you know what i mean mm-hmm. it seems like there is but you'd be surprised right like there's some people that just race past it they get to that uncomfortable like oh he's just a dick like i don't understand how people just do that and i like i'm a firm believer that you can get away with a lot of stuff as long as it's funny yeah if it's funny you get a pass but if you're just being fucked up just be fucked up i mean you're not going to get anyone's approval that way a lot of people think that that whole shock value is what's making it funny. Yeah. And that's really not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you can't follow up with a good punchline to show why it's funny. Yeah. You're just going to be a jerk on stage. Yeah. And a lot of people they'll start comedy and stop comedy because they just want to say like effed up stuff all on stage the whole time. And it's like, hey, that's not funny, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, and people try to blame it on, like, other people's sensitivity. Mm-hmm, like, like oh, we're too sensitive now. Well, I can't. No, I mean, <laughs> clearly. Yeah, I was about to say, you go to one roast battle here in Albuquerque, you'll realize people aren't sensitive. Mm-hmm. You just got to be funny. You Facts. just got to be fucking funny, man. No, definitely. Yeah. The um, Have you done any of the other shows, like the Gong Show or anything like that? Man, I haven't done the Gong Show, but um, I've seen it at multiple venues. Um, it's changed a little bit, um, but I haven't been a part of any of them. I'm, I'll be honest with you, man. I'm not really like a competition, like contest type of comic. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Now, don't get me wrong. Uh, when I'm doing a show... I'm, you know, naturally competitive, but yeah. as far as like a, and now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Show your love. How y'all think he did? Ah! Yeah. Know, it's not really, it's not really me. Yeah. Well, and it's tough too, right? Because like, like you said, you want to put on a show. Like if you're funny, you put on a show, like that's all that matters. Like Facts. people just want to hear you talk shit. Like that's, that's what I love about the roast battles. It's like 
man, we're just two guys talking shit, just getting after it. And I think that's what like a lot of people like to see. You know what I mean? No, definitely. Yeah. So what were you studying in school? You were studying music. Is that what like yeah, made I went you to become? School, I went to school for um, music and uh, mass communications. So I double major. So um, classical music and uh, mass communications. What was like the idea going into that for mass communicate mass communication? I'm assuming with music was was radio. That's that's what you wanted. Yeah, music technology. You know, all the uh, from editing and engineering and mixing and everything like that. Got you. So, what was the question? No, I was about to say that was oh, okay. Spot on. okay. <laughs> was like, so so ma- you know, so mass communications like and studying music because you wanted to be on the radio. That was like kind of the idea going into school. Well, my idea was really just to figure out how to be a famous singer and how to like conduct my business and different things like that on my own or how to make music so I wouldn't have to rely on like other people to make the music for me, you know, and I'd just be like, okay, you know I sing? Can y'all make a beat? Can y'all do something like that? So I wanted to be able to be, uh, learn how to do it myself. Yeah, you wanted to be self-reliant. Facts. That makes sense. Then were you originally from Manhattan or did you move out there? Like, where are you from originally? So I'm originally from, uh, Virginia beach, Virginia. Okay. Yeah. From Virginia beach, Virginia. Um, I lived there 25 years, 25 years. I graduated a couple of weeks before I turned, um, 25. Um, what let you want me to like, give you like a timeline or like, sure. um, okay. So Dude, we got all the time in the world. <laughs> Okay, back. So listen. <laughs> so after I graduated in uh, 2016, uh, um, I was living in uh, Virginia for so long, man. I was just trying to see something new, and I was already on a radio station there. Mm-hmm. But I was like, if I could do it here, I could probably do it anywhere. Sure. At least that's what I was thinking. Yeah. So uh, my brother, he was stationed in uh, San Antonio. He's in the army. So I was like, okay, man. I've been living here forever. I know what the I know what they have to offer. So. Let me go somewhere else. So I move with him to San Antonio. I get with iHeartMedia, and I'm not doing like the you know traditional radio personalities, but now I'm in the advertisement um, department, and I'm doing commercials. So like I was just like doing commercials for um, just all the different advertisements that you hear on the radio, like in between the radio personalities. Okay. So it was my voice, but I was like, ah, okay, okay, I, I got to use this. But my ultimate goal was to always get to New York. Because I always, in my life, I was like, I got to go to New York at some point. You know, and then my uncle, he was always like a, a guy that could make some connections and everything like that. So I was like, I got to make it to New York. Um, Like a year and a half passed, and the contract for uh, iHeart ended. So I was like, okay, what am I going to do? Am I going to find something different in San Antonio? Or... Am I going to go to New York, like I said? Yeah. Now, in between the time, I got married. Okay. So, in between the time, I got married, and um, it's all this uh, weird shit, like, um, okay, um, I went from the guy that had everything together, or looked like I had everything together, to now, my fucking contract just ended, so now I got to figure out something else. Yeah. I'm like, oh, so I'm not looking good. So, and then, oh, and then even after that, um... <clears throat> My uncle that had all the connection, he passes away. Ah. He passes away. So I'm like, okay. So I had another uncle on the other side of the family. He's one of those guys that he was just like, um, he tell you what you want to hear. Gotcha. You know, so just he's a, telling me. a yes, man. You know, he tell you what you want to hear. So it's, it's more so of like, so check this out. 
yeah, Tierney, all you need to do is come out here, bro, because when you come out here, I got a place for you to stay. You know, I got some connections, you know, you can you can, you can sing at this local club, you do this and that and that, right? So, not having that many options and trying to keep on float, I'm like, okay, cool. So, I'm coming out there. Now, I had money because when the contract ended at iHeart, I got unemployment. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, I had unemployment for about like six, seven months. Okay. So I was like, that'll be a decent amount time. of time. You know, a decent sure. amount of time to uh, make something shake, right? So I get out there and I show up. The number you heard, oh man. I call my aunt. She looks she looks close by my uncle. I said, yo, is he where is he at? And you know, long story short, it's it's nothing like he uh explained mm. on the phone. It's nothing like he explained. So um I end up having, and then they was pretty much looking at me like, oh, he's just coming to mooch. Because they haven't seen me since I was a kid. Sure. You know, so now I'm a grown man. I'm like, what, I'm 26 now? And then, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, he's coming to mooch. He can't stay here. So she's just trying to just put up like, yeah, you can stay two weeks, but, you know, after that, uh, you know, <laughs> pretty yeah. much give me that type of energy. And I'm like, wow. Like, y'all know I just got a bachelor's degree, right? I, like, I, I mean, I, I'm not like a bum out here. Sure, you know what yeah. I'm So, I, I, of course, I didn't tell them you know, where I was getting my money from and everything like that. Right. But, you know, all in all, I ended up getting an um, apartment in Brooklyn. Um, Let me scratch that. I didn't get an apartment in Brooklyn. I rented a room in Brooklyn. Oh, my God, <laughs> Trini. When I tell you this room was so fucking small, about from this wall to to with my hand this right here. <laughs> you can literally touch all four walls yes, just, man. just spinning. And it was crazy because even with that small space, I was still able to get Wi-Fi and like oh put a TV. Or, so I put a TV on the wall where I could be on a little like, oh, man, you got to understand. It was like a, what was it, a twin-size bed? I'm 6'5". Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. it was <sighs> it's pretty intense, but. Back you just to, curled up every night? You're just like tucked uh, yo, in fetal honestly, position? Honestly, <laughs> honestly, it was like an extra long uh, twin size bed. So it was actually long enough. I, I mean, I'm like, I'm not, I don't even think I'm six foot. Mm-hmm. I, I feel tight on a twin XL. I couldn't imagine oh, though. God, bro. That's, that's the one that they give you in college, right? Twin yeah. XLs? Yeah. yeah. You know, come to think of it, I, I might have, I might have to crunch up. <laughs> yeah, know? I was about to say, dude. Yeah, like, I, know, I'm was, pushing the boundaries ago. Of that. You know, now I'm thinking about yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, because that's probably that's definitely what I had to do in college. You do know? you at least have like a separate room for the bathroom or same same room toilet? So check it out. So I rented this room, which is I think it's illegal anyway to do it, but they just let me do it. I was like, thank you. So there was like. Seven people that lived on my floor. We all used the same bathroom. Got it. Same kitchen. And I'm saying seven being uh, lenient. Okay. Because it was a couple families. It was like some, it was single people. Then it was a couple families, kids. I was like, yo, this is wild. And that was just the second floor. There was three stories of this. Damn. You know what I'm saying? But So we're talking seven in quotes. Probably pushing with families. Probably pushing 14. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. Um. And when you say, like, so it's not a communal bathroom at that point. Like, you're talking, is it one toilet? Is it two toilets at least? What's, like? It's one toilet, one shower, one sink. Damn. <laughs> Damn. 
And Do you have toilet, siblings? And if that toilet, a sibling, yeah, I got a brother. I got an older brother, yeah. I was about to say, anyone with siblings knows it's it's hell with one sibling when you have to share a bathroom. 14 people you don't know? Like, holy shit. Yo, it was wild. At first, I tried to get around there by, like, uh, used to go to Planet Fitness to shower. Okay. That only worked but for so long. Because, I mean, if you, like, really got to use the restroom, you just got to use the rest- restroom, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, it was it was pretty Damn, crazy. Dude. And if that restroom got stopped up, oh my god! No, all of that is nothing. Sure, all of that is nothing. The kicker is it's a New York, and it doesn't matter how clean your shit is. There's rats everywhere. Mm. Yeah. Oh, dude. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I, I, you know, it, yeah. That's one thing about like when I remember when I said um. In 2020, I was thinking about living in um, L.A. L.A., but I was just going to live out of my car. But at least in the car, I know it's a lot cleaner than if I was in New yeah. York trying to, you know. Oh, my yeah. gosh, dude. If you if you leave some food in your car, you might get, like, some ants. You're not getting rats. Like, that. that's probably the worst of your worries, right, in a yeah, car? Yeah, man. I mean, I'm and then also in New York, like, you have to, on a certain times of day, park on this side of the street and then park on that side of the street. It would have just been a lot. In New York, but it seems very doable in um in Cali, honestly, man. Just go to a nice little parking lot, take a nap where all the truckers are. Yeah. yeah. So I mean that like it's gotta be a lot of uh a lot of grit on your part, you know what I mean? Like, how does that equate to like now living in Albuquerque? Like you gotta be living pretty comfortable right now, right? Am I making Compared that up? To, <laughs> like, I mean, listen. <laughs> Well, when you go off at that time timeline, hell yeah. Yeah. So, you know, when I first got out here in Albuquerque, because, um, see, once I got back from New York, um, I really ain't had shit no more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, my, my apartment and everything like that, I, I gave that up when I went to New York. Yeah. So when I got back, I had to stay with my brother. Now, originally, that was always cool, but see, now he had a, a, a fiance now at that point. Yep. She was like, ain't really having it. Right. And then my wife, you know what I'm saying? She was, she lives around the corner because her, you know, she just happened to live around the corner. Her mom lives around the corner. So trying to figure out a way to, okay, um, ex-wife, my bad. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you get it. <laughs> you need to hear another day. I just want people to understand. But look, yeah, so it was just, a, uh, it was just crazy, man. So it was New York situation, living situation. Coming to the San Antonio living situation. So it was like any job, I'm taking any job. And I just happened to take a job uh, with Sherwin Williams managing a, uh, a carpet store. And they transferred me out to Albuquerque. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I'm from the East Coast. Only time I ever heard of Albuquerque was um, in social studies. And, you know, I just, Albuquerque, New Mexico, something about a desert. But I never in a million years thought I'd be out here. Yeah. Ever. You from here? I'm from Farmington, New Mexico. So like oh, you're from New corner. Mexico, though. Okay, yeah, yeah. From, from New Mexico, yeah. Mm-hmm. Been here about four years now. All right. Yeah, I've been here about four years myself. Okay, yeah. But, I mean, still, at least you're from New Mexico. I, yeah. This, whole, this thing is a whole... And then it's crazy because I love New Mexico. I love right. Albuquerque. I'll be honest with you, bro. I love it. And people back east, they're like, they keep thinking I live in Arizona, but... <laughs> I mean, they were combined at one point. That's what I was okay, telling. Okay, is that what happened? <laughs> yeah. 
I wouldn't know that, man. And my bad if I'm jumbling all over the place. No, with you're answers, good, man. man. Just let me know. Get me back on track, bro. No, you know keep doing saying? keep doing your thing. I the uh, I was about to say wife situation. How long were you guys together? So from the first day I got out to San Antonio, 2016, we got uh we got married in 2017. Okay. Um, and it, it just lasts for about two years. Got it. You know what I'm saying? But um, I got the experience. You know what I'm saying? And then also, uh, I say for people like, uh, shout out to my boy, uh, Jarrett Ostrom. He just got married over the weekend, him and his wife. Yeah, shout out. Congrats. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, you know, that type of thing, man. If, it, if it's going to work, it's going to work. If it's not going to work, it's not going to work. Yeah. Just, just that simple. Any, uh, any like, advice for anyone, like, getting into a, getting into a serious relationship? Um, I would say just know whoever you're getting in it with. Um that they're going to have your back. Okay. Like from the good times to the bad times. Yep. Um, I see so many situations where people get together in life, a little later in life, and you already got your, your wheels turning in your career and everything like that. So it seems great, but y'all never hit a rough patch before. So you yeah. never know how that person's going to take that rough patch. Yeah. Or you never lost a family member. So you never know how that person's going to switch up, losing somebody close to them. Yeah. All of this stuff is inevitable. It's going to happen. Yeah. But you guys, if that person has your back, you know. That's, I mean, that's a great way to put that. Like, the the wild part is I, I've been, like, talking about even something on a lower end, right? Of, like, people that don't have siblings don't know what that's like. Like, dating an only child is mm. so tough to date that person. And not even because they're they're selfish or anything like that. But it's like, they just don't know what it's like not to be the center of the universe. Mm. And, and I say that like very, like that's judgmental and painting with a broad brush. Right. But that remains true for a lot of people where you were born an only child. So you're not used to like, we were just talking about like sharing a bathroom. You're not used to, you know what he, like she got to the, the cake first. So she gets first dibs, like little shit. Right. But to, but to your point though, and that makes a lot of sense, right? Like what is your attitude after you've lost a loved one or I mean, what what do they say? Like the the average American uh, is due if like if you had two years without a thousand dollar accident of some mm. sort, right? Maybe like transmission goes out or whatever, right? I'm I'm making shit up. A thousand dollar accident if you haven't had that in two years, you're due. Like you're gonna have something. Yeah, something's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. <laughs> how do you how do you react? And that's like that's incredible advice, honestly, because yeah. I feel like people don't think that far ahead into a relationship. Yeah, man, I, I just seen, dude, I don't, I can't even count on five fingers how many um, long-term uh, marriages I know that unworked that happened probably in the 2000s and to the present. I can't, like, I don't, I know a lot of people, I know a lot of people that had kids, I know a lot of people that's been together, that's been married before, you know, but for you to say they hit that 20-year mark, I don't know any. Now, my parents hit 20 years, and they even got separated and divorced, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So I'm like, and then I, I grew up a Christian. I grew okay. up a Christian, but you know what I'm saying? Those are supposed to be like the perfect relationships and everything like that. I don't have sex until you're married, all that, all that stuff. But then they, all of them having sex once uh, once they are married, now they're realizing, it, it, I should have had it before. <laughs> <laughs> because now these marriages lasted two, three years. I'm like, what? Yeah. What's the purpose of being so devout growing up that now yeah. you, you just 
it's going to last too. It's supposed to be forever. And I don't think people know how long forever really is. Sure. You know what I'm saying? They just forgot all about those damn vows. And I don't even know where the vows came from originally. But uh, for better, for worse, a lot of people nowadays are just caring about for better. Yeah. They don't want to get to that worse. If it's worse, they're like, oh, no, it's toxic. Yeah. I got to get out of it. That's a hot button, hot <laughs> button toxic. word, right? Yeah, toxic. Yeah, it's toxic. Uh, it's toxic. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate that shit. But, like, uh, I don't know. The, the fact of, like, your parents being together for 20 years, when, when did they split? Like, how old were you when they split? Oh, man. So, my parents split when I was uh, 13. Okay. Yeah. I was 13. Gotcha. And did, so... Did they live in the same town? Did they, like... They lived in the same house. Oh, um, wow. And then, and then they separated when I was 13. Now, keep in mind, my brother is seven years older than me. So, when I'm 13, he's already grown. Sure. You know, so I guess I kind of had a little, uh, little uh, like, animosity built up. Because I was like, damn, man, he got to have his parents, like, two was 18 and everything like that. And I, yeah. remember I told you I grew up Christian. Right. So... It just was like a whole flip in me. And you know, 13, you're already going through puberty. Yeah. Now I'm not a typical 13-year-old. Right. At 13, bro, I'm already six foot, 300 pounds. I was just about to ask, bro. <laughs> you, I was about to say, there's no way. Yeah, there's no, no way you're under nah, six foot at I that didn't time. I just shoot up out of nowhere. Yeah. Nah, man. Yeah, 13, I'm like six foot. You know what I'm saying? Probably six one, 300 pounds. You know what I'm saying? So I just turned to like, I always wanted to fight. And then that's how I got into like, you know, like the gangs and and different shit like that when I was younger. Sure. No, so it did. It definitely affected me. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I mean it's. I mean it's for real. Like uh, it has to affect you quite a bit. So then, I mean, shit. Thirteen. You're six one, dude. Like, I'm jealous. I'm not even six foot. So like, <laughs> that's got to be uh, pretty gnarly upgrowing. So then, like, were you in? Were you involved in sports before that? Were you oh, like? Oh man, you know. Like, okay, so I tell everybody this, man. So my brother, he was really big into football. But he was never as big as I was. Okay. Now, he was always, like, he got up to, I think he, he's 6'2". Okay. And he used to be in the weight room heavy, right? But for the position that he wanted to play, he wanted to be like a lineman. I'm naturally big for a lineman. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So what happened is when I first got into uh, high school, my team, well, my school team was actually doing pretty good. Okay. You know, um, uh, the year before, Virginia Beach had won states. And uh, Percy Harvin, I don't know if you know this name. Yeah. Percy Harvin. So, Percy Harvin's on Playing for team. Florida. Yeah, 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 gotcha. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, they won states the year before I came in as a freshman. So, I was just getting so many offers, and I never played nothing. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, I came out, like, a couple weeks. It got hot. And I was like, man, fuck this. Straight up, I just left. You know what I'm saying? Because they did some real dis- I Look, I, I, I was probably, and of course I was, uh, you know, a knucklehead. But, like, they had the nerve to try to put me on JV. So, <laughs> I was like, yo, are you serious? <laughs> and they were just were you, trying like, 15 to- at this time? Or like, no, I'm, what, I'm like- 14. I just turned 14 at the time, right? Yeah. But clearly, you gotta bro, You got to be towering over some coaches, though. Bro. <laughs> Clearly, bro. And what they were doing, what they said they were doing was they were trying to break my, um, like, arrogance. Mm. 
was like, yeah, well, that, that didn't work. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm leaving. That didn't work, bro. All you had to do is just give me the little varsity bro. practice jersey, and I would have kept coming. Bro. Tell that, okay, I just I don't mean to cut you off, but mm-hmm. just in my mind, all I can imagine is, that, and correct me if I'm wrong, all I imagine is some six-year-old white coach who's like 5'6", who probably played wide receiver back in the 60s, telling you that you're too cocky. No, is that man. is that true or is that no, not the truth? It's okay. totally <laughs> the furthest of the truth. It's nothing okay, but okay, a, cool. a collision of black coaches. <laughs> collision of black coaches. And be honest with you, they look like – well, they look like none of them could make it to the league, but they still worked out a lot. You know? ah. <laughs> so it was like that group. So it was like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're still holding on to it. Pretty much. Yeah, and they gotcha. seen the talent. So it was like, nah, he not going to come on this team and think that <laughs> it's a walk in the park. So I was like, yeah, man. Okay, man. Well, look. See y'all tomorrow, coach. Never came back. And then when school started, they was like, oh, man, you quit. Come on to practice and everything like that. And the whole time, they just trying to, like, woo me the whole year. They got, like, Clemson, LSU, just West Virginia, Florida, all these different schools just sit down to talk to me. They said, listen, we can give you this, but you got to give us some stats, and you got to give up. And then in my mind, I'm like, it goes back to what I was telling you about my brother. My brother really want to do it. He just didn't really, I guess, have the weight or the talent or whatever the case may be. Sure. I wasn't into football. I was more into, like, singing and acting. Gotcha. But I was naturally good at it, and I was naturally, like, built for it. Yeah. So I kind of, I just, like, didn't pay it no mind just because I'm like, man, he actually really wanted this. Yeah. To have colleges do this, you know what I'm saying? And he's, they doing this to me when I'm 14, bro. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that was that with, uh, with the sports. So, you, I mean, you got a lot of animosity at home, parents mm-hmm. split, 13. You're done with sports. You said you got affiliated with uh, – gangs and stuff what mm-hmm. i mean what was that like what was like your mindset so, in that time oh period? man so that actually happened um in eighth grade so man I, okay and so. so in eighth grade you joined a gang yeah bro you like people had to have thought you were like 32 it, when you were in eighth i'll give grade. you a story i'll give you a story of that i'll give, give you a story of that man bro these grown ass men are like you're 14 like i'll give you that story but look that say it will save me okay, i gotta give you that story but anyway um i got you so, uh, yeah, eighth grade. Now, I wasn't into football. Yeah. But I was into basketball. Okay. I was into basketball. Yeah. What made me full blown, already my parents is already arguing and everything like that and everything like that every day at home, right? Yeah. But what made me full off go to the streets is I got cut first cuts for basketball in eighth Ooh. grade. I'm like, eighth grade? Yeah. Y'all not even going to keep me on for the second cuts? <laughs> like, Yo. <laughs> Like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, that hurt me to the core, bro. Like, that was, I think I cried on the way home, man. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, bro. I cried uh, like, man. Crushed you. Crushed me hard, bro. And it's crazy because we was playing basketball uh, right before the tryouts, like a day before, right? And then the coach from the basketball team walked by, and I'm all confident, like, see you tomorrow, coach. He's like, okay, buddy. Right. Oh, I'm hype. Oh, you man. Know, it, it, it did my mom. Like, she leaves work early um, because I needed to get a physical that day. And I need to have a physical because you can't you can't try right. out if you don't have a physical. Right. Did all that. It took about <laughs> it took about two hours. Oh. The next day, cut. I was like, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so now I'm like, man, fuck it. Can't do this basketball thing no more. And then it just so happens that I don't know, man. I, I think music affected a lot because I think what this, the game had just came out and the game was a blood, you know, a lot of people around the school, around my school was Crips. So I don't, it, it really didn't matter sure. either way. It just so happens whoever liked me and whoever was coming to fight my Bro, friends. Bro, you're getting recruited by Clemson, Florida State, the Crips, yeah. the Bloods. Oh, yeah, a little bit of everybody. You're getting letters, of, of you're getting offers man. from everybody. <laughs> a little bit of everybody, you know, you feel me? So, <laughs> so like you were saying, man, everybody thought I was older, right? So, quick story, right? Yeah. So, first first week I'm on the set, um, Crips, Hoover Crips. So, at the basketball court, just like usual, and, you know, a lot of people didn't know how serious calling out, like, certain game terms was or whatever the case may be. So, they got this one guy at the basketball court, and he was doing it. And it was like, you wouldn't do that if Big Marcus was here. And he was like, okay, about Big Marcus or whatever the case may be. And so, they told me, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, got to go whoop his ass. Yeah. Day comes, the next day, go to the court. I said, okay, I'm going to go whoop his ass. I don't know, something perspired where I, I didn't just, like, punch him or off the rip. He made a phone call. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Ooh. Now, in my mind, because I didn't know nothing about it. This is my first week on. Yeah. You're what, in my 14? mind, I'm like, yeah, I'm 13 still. 13, got I'm still 13. So I'm like, okay, well, if he calls somebody, let me call my gang, too. So he Ooh. calls his, and I'm stepping aside. I call mine. This is what they told me. Hey, man, we're going to be out there Friday. <laughs> and it's Monday? It was it's, Tuesday. Oh, God. <laughs> it was Tuesday. I was like, no, I don't know if you understand. Like the they're on speed the down, way. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I said, they're on the way now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay, mm, whatever. All right. It is what it is. So I'm with this, I'm with this dude, right, from, from eighth grade. He's eighth grade. But he's like that dude that he just knows – all the gang stuff. He's not in none of the gang stuff. Sure. But he just so he he watch all the smack DVDs, Te stuff, you know, yeah. and no, he, no street smart on it. You know, but he 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 knows the knowledge of whatever kids might be, right? Oof. Car pulls up, like three dudes get out. You know mm. what I'm saying? Red rags. I'm talking about they from now, I don't know, you're probably not familiar uh with Virginia like that, but they're from Norfolk. Norfolk is, you know, notorious for just everybody. Okay. And they're from like a hood out north. So they calling out blood stuff. The dude that I'm telling you that just happened to know, he takes off running. Oh, it just shit. makes me look terrible. Oh, like he was shit. with me. You know? <laughs> so, so it's four on one right now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, can't be a bitch. Um, <laughs> can't be a bitch. So I'm like, okay, what's up? And the good thing about it was they knew I was bigger than them. And height and yeah. weight, yeah. But I ain't had no facial hair like that. Gotcha, yeah. So they still knew I was young. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's the really the only thing that saved me. Yeah. You know, and I'm not gonna lie to you and make it seem like I was so hard. I was shaking like a bitch. <laughs> like I was trying to hold still, but I was. <laughs> and I, I, they had to see it, you know. Yeah, what I'm yeah, yeah, that, was, yeah. that was my just first trembling. taste of anxiety, you know, just damn. I, don't, I can't stop it. I'm just shaking like mama. Do you do, do you do anything like when they're walking away? You're like, that's right. You, you walk away. Not at all. 
I think I walked away first. Okay, that's <laughs> all fair. All right, time yeah. to get the fuck out of yeah. here. And all you guys that are sitting here watching, I'm probably going to whoop y'all ass tomorrow because y'all just going to let me get jumped. Oh, uh, shit, man. Yeah, but, yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's how that went, man. Damn. So how long were you... Uh... What what's what's the term? You're you're part of the streets. You're you're gang affiliated. What like how long you how long you been doing that? Or were you doing that? I should say. Oh uh, man, you know what I'm saying. I mean, you know, of course you have like affiliations like forever, right? But sure. Um, I was only active till about maybe 16, 17. and then I just I start seeing so many of my friends start doing like crazy time, dude. Like it wasn't even like you know how oh yeah we like free so and so, he got like ten years. In Virginia, the Commonwealth of Virginia, like 14, dude from a neighborhood, he got double life. Damn. Then um, the next year, a dude from us, he got 75 years. It was just like, it's they don't give you like little years. Like, yeah. I be hearing people talk about football numbers, and when they talk about football numbers, they're talking about like 15, 25. That ain't football numbers from in Virginia. Yeah. Football numbers is like, look, senior year in high school, these guys go do a robbery, right? Um, they robbed the wrong house. Mm. Um, some some other stuff happened, but everybody in there, like the the the, the leader of it, he got three hundred and sixty years. God damn! And, and this is all at you gotta realize this is all at eighteen, bro. Oh fuck, dude! This ain't this. Ain't, you got to live some of your life, and yeah. you made a dumb. This is all eighteen. You're like, like and I, some of them just turned eighteen. You're like, I've done one twentieth of that in my lifetime. <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> so it, it wasn't like it went out of style or Holy nothing shit. like that, bro. Because I don't know how it is on the West Coast, you know. Because they say that's the mecca of everything, right? But uh, yeah. of gamer, but uh, I don't know why I said yeah. Like I know, like what the fuck? I, is you see it on TV. You see it on TV. But, I see you straight out of Compton, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? saying, but it's just not the same, bro. When they're given 300, 200 years, and there's no way you're getting out. Like it's wor- it's kind of worse than a life sentence because yeah. sometimes with a life sentence is you get parole after a certain amount of years. Yeah. But when you're doing 200 years, you got to do 80 percent of that. Like, dude, it's just never. You're never I getting mean, that. Holy shit! I can only imagine because like, what are they, like a double life sentence? Like that's insane. When they're like, yeah, like the guy after you is gonna do another life sentence. Like you are yeah. so fucked in that situation. The dude that um. Well, it was a it was a messed up situation. But the dude that got the double life sentence when I was fourteen, he really had the death penalty. He got to reduce the double life. Damn. Yeah. So they're like, we should have killed you. <laughs> yeah, we were going to kill you. Oh, dude. But we decided we'll just give you double life. And he plead out to that or whatever the case may be. Dude, that is so insane to me. Yeah, that's why it was like it. <laughs> that's why, like I. It was it was just a whole wave of people like you know what um, I'm gonna just go get a job man I'm not gonna be yeah you know I'm not gonna I'm gonna be fucking with this gang shit like that so man. so you you know you get away from that where did you go to college and, and what was like the driving force for that like what what all of a sudden you're like all right I need to do this okay so I went to Norfolk State University okay um, in Norfolk Virginia. Um, honestly, the, the driving force to that was, uh, money. I was dating this girl at the time and I was at a Juco just like bullshit. And like, I was just at a Juco just cause like my dad was in the um, Navy. So, you know, 
you only keep getting your benefits after 18 if you was in school full time. Okay. So that's why I was continuing. I went to the JUCO, but I didn't have no direction with it. And, you know, financial aid to give you like refund checks. So what happened was I was dating this girl that was going to the university and her refund checks was like $2,000 more than mine was. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, you get that just because it's university, I guess, or whatever case? So I was like, yeah, let me get up in there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But by the time I had got there, man, like, at the JUCO, I was doing, like, like I started studying martial arts. I was doing security already. Oh, wow. So at this point, I'm like, what, 6'4", 285, something like that, right? So I'm just, doing security. Just fucking. Yeah, yeah I'm doing yeah. security, right? And I uh, took this class as an elective at the JUCO, and it's a martial arts class. Okay. I take it just, you know, I kind of start liking it. Sure. So then I start, he had a dojo out in Norfolk, so I used to go to the dojo and, you know, get busy. And so I would have kept doing it, but then they wanted me to start teaching kids, so I was like, yeah, no. But I got real <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, dude, I don't, I'm not coming here to teach no damn kids. I'm just coming here to get busy, you know? So I really would have actually, like, tried to do some MMA shit at one point yeah. in my life, but, man, that came and went. Um, But... Yeah, what led me is pretty much the refund check because once I got there, refund checks was like $2,000 more than what I was getting at the JUCO. Um, But I said if I was going to go to college for anything, I was going to go for music. Because I started out, I wanted to be a cop at first. I don't know. It's weird, right? Well, I mean, you're working security, maybe. Yeah, kind of like, kinda, kinda like sure. hand in hand something. Yeah. And then <laughs> some reason I thought it was real dope to be like an undercover detective. <laughs> I thought that would be real dope to be able to do, but you know, I was uh, like, dude, "You're like the fucking Hulk, dude. You can't go undercover. What the fuck, dude? It ain't like I'm Shaq or nobody, you know? Like, you, I mean, you're not small though, dude. Like who's yeah, like no one's gonna mistake you? Because think about it, man. Yeah. If you if you have a cop, they have to pass like certain fitness tests where you can think like, oh, he's fat. He wouldn't be able to pass that fitness test, so he can't be a cop. Boom. So a lot of people wouldn't think I would be an undercover sure. if I was undercover. Yeah, but I mean, if you're like doing, I, I get that, right? You're doing mm-hmm. martial arts. You, you've got a decent shape going. You probably oh, yeah. got like good cardio, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. That makes sense. I get what you're saying. Yeah, man. So, so you you thought being undercover that was like, that was a that was a good thought for you. You were like, hell yeah. I thought so. But um, you know, once I get, once I uh, transferred from the JUCO, like none of my credits transferred, so I had to start uh-huh. all over. I know when I told you. I said I graduated when I was about to be 25. So that's the reason. Because I was at the JUCO for two years, and I was able to transfer over, mm-hmm. but none of my credits transferred over. Gotcha. So I had to start all over. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So then you study music. You decided to go out to Manhattan. What was the – and maybe you told me, but I, I'm, I'm just trying to make sure I got mm-hmm. this all aligned. What made you come out to Albuquerque in particular? Oh, they, they transferred you from San Antonio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, working at that job. Okay. Now, real quick, just to yep. backtrack. Yeah. Um, so when I was in college, one thing I did was I was on scholarship for the concert choir. Okay. Now the concert choir is, I mean, we got probably like one of the best concert choirs in the country, you know, us in like Oakwood and Alabama, probably, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. We're the top two. And like, I remember around that time, uh, Barack Obama was in office and we went to the White House twice. Wow. In one year, just sing for him. You know what I'm saying? So. Do you meet him? 
I don't mean to cut you off. Just, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm, I met him um, when he came to Nova State, but not at the Waffle House. Okay. So and not at the White House, excuse me. Gotcha. So it was more so of like um, we got to tour and recruit people at all the best different schools. So that's one of the reasons why I didn't like go extra hard with singing. Because when you get around, it's kind of like uh, you play sports, right? You wrestle, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Did you do any collegiate? No. I okay. I'd say. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like. When you the shit in high school, yeah. And then when you get around the motherfuckers in college, yeah. And everybody's the shit, yeah. That's how singing was, All right. yeah. and especially when you're at the top level and you you like doing this. Everybody is cold, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then you look at that people and you're like, oh shit, hey, he he just wrote a song for R. Kelly. He just wrote a song for Joe. He just wrote a song for Chris Brown. Like, she's working with Diddy. When you get around that. Then it kind of like you 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 notice that okay, I have a gift for singing. I love I love doing. I love performing, but I ain't like these motherfuckers. Yeah, they they yeah, uh, they live in and breathe it. They yeah. breathe it at any point in time. They're ready to sing. The only way I could relate to that is like when you're going from football, and you probably realize that as well. Being in martial arts, right? Football is nice because if you fuck up, there's ten other people on the field. Mm-hmm. Granted, some sometimes mistakes by one individual are a little more magnified, but <clears throat> that was the one thing with wrestling was like that I, it's me out there like I, mm-hmm. there's no one else is going to save me like my ass like if I got pinned I got pinned like I, I'm fucked if that was me right but if you're in a choir if you're out there doing that it's like there's a bunch of you and you're singing in unison rather than one person going out doing the, their one thing being solo no one's covering up for their mistakes is that mm-hmm. is that kind of kind of kind of sort of man and I just really just feel like that whole experience sets you up as a performer in general. Sure. Like, I use this example. Like, um, when you're performing in a, in your concert choir, you're performing a song, the audience thinks it's wonderful. Yeah. Everybody in the choir knows what fucking notes you didn't hit. Mm-hmm. You messed up. And when you get back, you're getting the earful. Like, that was terrible. You didn't count. You didn't do whatever the case may be. And comedy should be the same way. Here's what I mean. When we go and we do our set, you do a set, I do a set, the, the audience loves it, right? Yeah. But then I come in and be like, damn, Tierney, you did that joke a lot better before. And then it's not like I'm hating on you because we're right. all in that. We're like in a, like a, a secret fraternity of fucking doing this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yep. We just want each other to be better. Yeah. And we know how it can be, how it should be. Yeah. And just, just because, you know, the audience, because the audience, a lot of times, consumers, there's a difference between producers and consumers. Yeah. You know, the consumers, they're they going to be happy with 50% of what you do. Yeah. But the producers going to be like, oh, no, that was shit. Yeah. How long can you continue like that? Yeah. You can't. But, um, yeah, I just want to throw that in there. No, I mean, that's a solid point. Like, that's what's tough, right? You want to invite your friends out to come watch you do comedy. You want to you wanna have that support. But you also have to have someone go, yeah, man, you've you told that joke ten times already. Like, mm-hmm. you, you're not you're trying to switch it up yeah. or nothing. Do you, who do you have in the scene that tells you that, though? The Poe folks. The Poe folks, so, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AJ Matthews. <laughs> Shout out. Uh, Ian Ty Jamerson, but then even people outside of um the Poe folks, you got like um uh Steph Darnell, uh, Black Mike. Because think about it is they tell me where um I probably was flawed or where I could do something better, 
but I also tell them the same shit. Yeah. So it's never like a one-sided thing. Yeah. yeah, it's got to be a give and take, bro. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome that, like, that's the case because, yeah, I mean, like, it's it's tough, right? If no one ever tells you that something's fucked up, like, you just build that ego that whole time. Yeah, and then you, you, you're the bitter fucking comedian out in Albuquerque that's like, yeah, I'm not going out to L.A. just to suck dick or do this. And then I'm like, bro, that's not what it is. You just... Not good like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the reason why you're not in L.A. Yeah. Like, honestly, bro, I was in L.A. first, and what I found out is the same scene. The only difference is uh, it's more opportunities. Like, the open mics that we be going to here, yeah. like, the open mics in L.A., they'll just have booking agencies uh, in there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you may not be fucking that funny. Yeah. But at least I can. I, I think I can use you for a commercial. You yeah. want to get paid? You know, so I think I can use you yeah. for this this pilot that we're working on. See, I mean, damn. I didn't even think about that. That's what I'm trying to say, bro. Yeah. Tom Hanks, he was a comedian. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, people people like that, they find you. A lot of the actors, a lot of some of the great actors, they just was on stage out in L.A. And, you know, it was like, ah, I think I can do something with you. Yeah. Out here, it's just mainly like if you comedy, you pretty much comedy. Yeah. And I be hearing people be saying that they got agents and stuff out here, but <laughs> <laughs> is that funny to you? <laughs> it's funny to me, like, cause like there's there's a hand there's a handful of people that I could like truly see that with, right? There's okay. like a, a handful of people that I could be like, okay, that person might have an agent, mm-hmm. but for the like, I mean, I would say, and I, I'm being generous, like 95 percent of people in this scene <laughs> don't have an agent, like. That sounds ridiculous. But, like, I also, do, like, I've never understood that either, though, of, like, saying stuff that you know isn't true. Like, like, why would someone, like, make that up? And they do, though. I'm not saying that, you know, they don't make it up. But, like, why do people even do that in the first place? Like, you know people are going to figure that shit out eventually. I, man, listen. I mean, honestly, when I hear it so often, I don't, I don't even pay it no mind. I'm yeah. like, dude, I don't, well. Well, see, because the thing about it is because, like I said, I was in L.A. first. I've seen motherfuckers that wasn't funny on stage yeah. still get agents talk to them. Yeah. So I'm like, just to find a non-funny motherfucker here that has an agent, that's not out of the ordinary. I'm sure. like, okay, yeah, you probably. Yeah. You probably fit, you know what I mean? You know, whatever. Yeah. Oh, shit, man. There, uh, There's, like, so many open mics here that are not, like, so many, but, like, there's open mics that we go to that I'm like, Fuck, this is so tough because there's no one here. Is there any like open mic is there any open mic in particular that you're like, this fucking sucks? Sucks? Oh, the ones that nobody come to, like, um, and then these are dudes that I like, man. These are my guys. I uh like really fuck with them, like Lizard Tail. That um, one was so tough. <laughs> Such yeah. a tough open yeah, mic. Yeah, I just have It's just to us go. comics. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, I just go sometimes. Because, you know, a lot of times, like, when guys get these venues to do these open mics, they sell them with, oh, I got tons of comedians that want to go. Yeah. But it's all about, I don't know, man. It's just got to be in the right, right space, right time, man. Cause yeah. For Monday, for the longest time, like last year, Monday Inside Out was the spot to go to. Yeah. You That's know? where I was doing, like, most of my first open mics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, me that too. Was I, tough out here, too. yeah, me too, me too. Um, But when they stopped doing that, turning into founders, a little speakeasy or whatever the case may be, um, it dwindled. So, I mean, and then now on Mondays, 
they got a, you know, Dry Heat the Comedy Club. They have one earlier, and then Lizard Tail. Honestly, man, I, <laughs> I don't really go to open mics no more like that. Because, see, it took me so long to get fucking booked that now that I'm getting booked, all the material that I'm doing on these shows, I've been doing for the past year at these open mics. Yeah. You know, but um, but not to get deterred off the question, because I want to <laughs> stay on these shitty-ass open mics, because you got Lizard Tail. Um, let's see, Tuesday. Juno's cool on Tuesday. See, I, like, I've done Juno, and, and and this is part of the problem, right? It's like, I've done Juno with the same jokes, and one time I crush, and then the other time I bomb <laughs> it happens. hard. And it's like, it happens. fuck, dude. And, like, the the thing that sucks is, like, <laughs> Royal is, like, one of the coolest guys in the scene. Like, he's just, he's, he's very uh, welcoming to new people. Uh-huh. So, it's like, I always want to go to that one, because, like... Uh, like for whatever reason I, I like make it a big deal because he was the first host of the open mic i went to right inside mm-hmm. out he was hosting that one mind you, mind you. so so i like i for whatever reason i have like a weird loyalty to want to go back to that one but like the last three or four times i've gone there new material or not i've just ate shit and i'm just like all right fucking yeah cool. it happens man <laughs> it does it'll happen and the thing about it is man you just gotta like get there um, during the sign up time and between the sign up time and the time that he's starting, you gotta gauge the crowd. And then it's also the cheat code, man, with these open mics is because we are comedians and we know who sucks and who sometimes brings fire. Yeah. You look at that list and you're like, okay, who the fuck is before me? I don't yeah. want the cr- <laughs> I don't want the crowd asleep before right. I get like, you know, cause there's some comics out here and you know it. Yeah. <laughs> they get crickets every time, and it fucks up the mood for the comic that's really trying to work out a good right. material, you right, know? Right, right. Now, if you would have went behind somebody like, I mean, and also, you know, uh, there's some people that set the bar kind of high, you know, that you got to just chase. Like, like if you went behind, like, Jess Wood or Steph Darnell, like, these people that be going to the open mics and be crushing, or even, like, Chuck Parker or... Mm, anybody else anybody else um you know well shit but at least the energy of the room is in a laughing mood yeah so not nobody that was just like uh yeah okay what kills me and i've seen this a couple times from a couple different comics so this is not just geared at one person <laughs> we'll just name a name no, if you want I, to see i was about to say <laughs> can like, i name I, them? i'm a i'm a i'm a dick but i i don't can I, I don't want people to If you want to, that's okay. fine. You okay, cool. you do you. Okay. I the 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 people that like I can think of though, and this has happened a couple times with different comics, right? Is where they get up there, they say their joke, they pause, and then they go, "Wow, that went over everyone's head." You're like, or it wasn't funny. Like yeah. that that's a true possibility. Like I don't know why you thought that just went over everyone's head. I'm gonna tell you something, man. Just like you know how you said, like one time you do your material and you kill. Yeah. And then there's one time that you do it and you eat shit, right? Yeah. Comedy is so crazy, man, because like yeah. you'll do a joke that you know usually kills. Right. And when you hit that punchline, uh, uh, Oh, oh yeah, hey. that is. Oh, dude, that's so <laughs> that fucks you up. <laughs> so so it's it's like it did like so. Many, it just takes experience of that happening for you to like keep going or whatever the case may be. But some yeah. people just want to address it. And be like, wait, y'all didn't think that shit was funny. Everybody else thought that was. Funny. I was gonna say, and like, it, well, and like, so okay, so that's fair, right? Like, because there's sometimes you're like. Okay, I know that shit's good. Like I've I've seen it work. I like I Tons know it's of good. Times. I know, it's my okay, go-to. That is that is completely fair. But I'm talking about people that like tell like 
I've also seen this different side of the spectrum is like when someone tells the same joke four times, four different open mics, not one time has it worked. And I'm like, I, I appreciate the consistency, but you're like, <laughs> but you also didn't change it at all either. Like what the fuck? Like how, like you, like even like a small tweak goes a long way and people just don't do it sometimes. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I'm being a big critic for someone who's done like 15 total open mics, but I'm like still like, change it up like no it does man it definitely does go a long way that's the only thing about it is it's like you gotta give that you gotta give it room because sometimes it could be just a dead room oh 100 percent. yeah but my thing is my just my formula if i do it and it's shit i'm not gonna do it for another couple months yeah. be honest with you. <laughs> like, i'm just moving on to some shit that makes that work see my thing is when it comes to tweaking you're going to tweak everything, right? Sure. But I'm tweaking the stuff that at least got some laughs when I did it the first time. Yeah. I could tweak that to be perfected. You know what I'm saying? But if it's something that was like, mm, damn, I thought that was going to go over. Nobody liked that nope, shit. I'm no not tweaking that. that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to hold that one for a couple months. Yeah. Maybe something will come to me in a dream or some shit like that. But uh. see, what they'll do is they'll try to still work out that same material. Like, I'm going to make it funny somehow, some way. Yeah. I mean, hey, it's just a different strategy. It just doesn't work for everybody. Yeah. I mean, good on them for doing that. So the Poe folks, mm -hmm. you guys talked about this at one point, and I haven't been around as many open mics, and I haven't seen you guys in a little bit. So you guys were supposed to have a podcast coming out. Where is that in, in uh, progress? So the podcast, we got 12 episodes right now. The podcast nice. is on Anchor and Spotify now. Oh, it's up. Have, it's up right it's now. It's up. Let's but go. See, we haven't uh, put out like a share link because we have, we're have we still waiting to get approved by all the other like different platforms like Apple. Got it. Uh, you know, so yep. once we get approved by them, then we'll do like a blast uh, share. Big link. You know got it. You know. But you are on Spotify right now. Yeah, we're on Spotify right now. Okay. Because... I'm going to check that out because yeah. you like you three together are fucking hilarious. So that's why I'm like, I, I got to check that out for my own, my own person. Right. Yes. yes definitely. How, how long are the episodes? Give or take. Oh man. You know what? Honestly, they're like 25 minutes. Okay. Not trying to blow nobody head off, especially. Bite, bite size. You, yeah. You know, just, you know, we were thinking, of course, you know, oh, we're going to do our episode and everything like that. But we're not tyranny yet. So, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? We're just trying to <laughs> slow burn people in. And if they want more, then we'll record more. Yeah. You know, and also it just took us a lot. Uh, uh, it took us some time to to vibe with each other. Sure. Because not like I knew these dudes for a long time. Right. I just, I, I knew them for a year, but we just became friend friends. Yeah. Like bros. Yeah. A couple months ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, me I mean, coming from me coming from like a uh, broadcasting background, yeah, and then like Ian knowing a little bit of it, and then um, uh, AJ knowing a little something, we had to bump heads to find a good structure for the uh, the podcast. Yeah, so that's why you know you'll see like an episode for like twenty minutes, and I had to do a lot of editing, man. You yeah, know, just editing a lot of bullshit. You feel what I'm saying? But yeah. It, comes with the territory you know it gets better as you go along well for sure i mean like how first off like having just one-on-one -on -one is tough right like mm -hmm. because you just you don't know what the conversation is going to bring you don't know what's going to happen so you know you can have a little give and take a little flow there but having two like two other people in in the room right three mm -hmm. people totally you're just like 
that there's a lot of friction there right away and to like finally get that to move and to kind of flow in the right way like i 100 percent understand what you're saying because i've had that where one-on-one episode which is like tough to do is so much easier than three people you do it for an hour you're like damn that felt like it took forever mine <laughs> meanwhile you do an episode one-on-one also and you're like fuck it's been two hours like you just start doing podcasts like long time you just happen to have I want you to give yourself some props because I'm giving you some props too. You just happen to have a knack for this shit, because when it comes to uh, when it comes to that one on one shit, man, I, for me it just made it seem like when it went before age, like one one time AJ fell asleep, and it was just me and Ian doing it, and it was like, man, I seem like I'm interviewing you, you know, instead of like we're going like back and forth and shit. And I'm not a fucking interviewer, yeah. and that's not what this podcast is about interviewing. The motherfuckers that's on the podcast, like right. it's one thing we have a guest, sure, you know, but different. you're not a guest. Yeah, you're here every different. episode, yeah. so you know, I'm like, yeah. So when I heard uh, the episode you did with AJ, I was like, oh man, that's dope, man. You know what I'm saying? He was able to, and honestly, dude, like I told you, I just met, I just like really got friends with these motherfuckers like two months ago, so I didn't know none of the stuff y'all uh, about AJ that y'all talked about. I didn't. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit. See, like, and he wouldn't have told us. That's yeah. just crazy. It's not like everyday conversation. He, right. He would have just went on, you know. Well, I mean, like, how many how many times have you told that story about, you know, you're you're sitting there, you're playing basketball, all of a sudden that guy calls up his gang, you're chilling out, waiting for guys that are coming Friday. Like, when's the last time you told that story? Man, probably uh <laughs> I don't know, so long ago. See, and that and that's the thing is like I I try to just dive in that stuff because like that's what I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. And like I have a lot of friends that'll like come on the podcast and they'll they'll text me like what are we gonna talk about? And I'm like, don't fucking worry about that because this shit come let me yeah, organic man. exactly i love that because if, if you and i like that's what i tell everyone if you and i were going to meet at the bar and we were just going to have a couple drinks we're just going to chill out you know whatever i wouldn't give you an itinerary of what we should talk about because that's how you get in and out within like 10 minutes mm-hmm. it's like hey, oh how's the family don't mention this yes don't exactly mention that. yeah okay so then you know twitter good cool comedy good you were in the roast battle sweet cool awesome well and then you dap each other up and you take off like All i right. like and i don't like that like and that, that's why i like having drinks like i like making people feel comfortable like uh, yeah. make it make it an experience like i want people to enjoy doing the podcast because then i want people to one, tell people to listen to it because mm-hmm. I think that's huge, right? Like, if you come on and you don't have a good time, and you're just like, yeah, like I was on this podcast. Like, that's a terrible vibe. But if people are like, yeah, I want you to listen to this podcast. And then also, you know, you're like, oh, you got to try to get on that podcast too. Like, that's the kind of stuff that I like. I like that feeling. I don't know. I like being able to talk to people. And, you know, it, it, this is the most fun when I don't know you and we get to, like, just talk about you as a person because a lot of people, I mean, what, if those guys listen to this back, do they know any of that shit about you? Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. And let me ask you a quick question, man, mm. because this is always my thing. When people hear podcasts nowadays, they always want to go off of, oh, man, we got we to gotta have a video and everything like that. And I'm like, dude, this this is where I'm, I'm coming from with it. I'm like, when it comes to podcasts, I'd rather just hear the audio. Yeah. And me develop a love for the podcast. Yeah. Or a love for the personality that's on the podcast versus just seeing some random motherfuckers that I never seen in life talking. Yeah. It's different. You know, it's kind of like, you know how even the radio stations out here, whatever case, I grew up just listening to radio, man. And you know how you always thought the person on the radio looked a certain way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you happen to see them at like an event, you're like, that's like a DJ. Yeah. <laughs> 
like totally different. Like this, like, was, that dude's five two. He's got the deepest saying. voice. Like what the There's fuck? There's so much suspense in audio, bro, and that's why I like the fact that you do audio. You know what I'm saying? Versus I would love to give you a calculated answer and be like, "Oh, this is why I do audio." Mm-hmm. I, point blank, honestly, it's, it's laziness. Like this, no, this man. is this People, is easy to do. Like, <laughs> like that's you. legitimately like it's, it's laziness because I'm like, I don't edit this. I put music in the front, music in the back. Mm-hmm. I've had a couple of times where someone will text me afterwards and be like, "Hey, can you take this part out?" <laughs> I, and I've I've never turned anyone around or away from that because I'm like, I don't care. Like I'll I'll say whatever on here. Fuck it. But if someone else is uncomfortable, I'll delete what they didn't want on there, right? Like, that's that's fair. I should be deleting what they don't want on there, right? But the other part of that is how many people go, oh, I don't like my fucking voice. They're like, oh, I don't like my voice. I don't like my voice. <laughs> you put some more bass in or, that yeah, voice like, if that, you don't mind. Well, like, yeah, I was about to say, I don't edit any of that. I, and, and truth be told, I don't have the fucking capabilities of doing that. So I'm like, you know, whatever. But... Think of that, like, in the aspect of you hear yourself on a video, you're like, fuck, I don't like my voice. I was on Carla's podcast where there is video, and I'm like, I don't like my fucking face, dude. Like, I don't like this shit at all. Listen, (laughs) I mean, listen, there's a reason why they have makeup crews and shit like that for TV, okay? (laughs) Look, I'm not just going off your iPhone camera, okay? Exactly, no, Don't put me out there. That's why I was like, I'm, I'll do your shit all day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't. Go on, Carlos. Like, on. Larry's not doing anyone's makeup, dude. Like, he's not, yeah. like, he's a producer. He's not a makeup artist. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, dude, that, so that's, I mean, I, again, I'd like to give you, like, this, this complicated answer. One, it's laziness. Two, like, I, I'm also cheap. Like, I, I try to do this as, as affordable as possible. And then just. I, I don't like the look of my own face on on a podcast, and I just don't want to fucking edit all that shit. But this shit works. Just the type of shit that you love to listen to when you're in the gym or when you're walking doing cardio or something doing like something, that. Yeah, man. man. You know, you can just listen to it. You don't have to. Oh, I, I missed the facial expression. Oh, I don't know what they're talking about now because yeah. you know I'm not looking at it. That it gives you everything, man. Well, and like up. in my mind, so you talk about like you know growing up with the radio and stuff, like. I listen to podcasts while I'm at work. Like, how, mm-hmm. I don't understand people that have the time. Like, you watch a Joe Rogan podcast. It's three hours long. Like, what are you doing? Like, what do you do for work? Like, that you get to just sit and watch that podcast for that long. Any podcast. And it's crazy because, especially if you're on one. Like, I was just on Buck D's podcast uh, nice. last week, right? Shout out, so, Buck D. Yeah, shout out, Buck D. But I was on a... Uh, a buck and six. Like, I give sixes props to a buck and six. Buck D and six. But anyway. Yeah, shout three, out to That's a three-hour fucking podcast. I haven't watched that shit. And I like yeah. to watch the shit that I'm a part of. Sure. But I got an hour tolerance. Yeah. You know, I, the fact I, that you I'm have an not, hour tolerance, man. Like, And I, then I don't. even that's being lenient. Sure. That's being lenient. Because, you know, usually if I'm on a fucking uh, elliptical or the treadmill or something like that, it's going to be an hour anyway. Yeah. So I can get that hour out the way. And that keeps me going, but not on three hours. Yeah, I probably never. And like when I look at like drink champs and different uh, million dollars worth of game, they starting to get up in the uh, hours. I'm like, I'm not watching this shit. Yeah, it's a lot. That's a lot of shit. Which like, don't get me wrong, I love like, especially with work. I mm. love a three-hour-long podcast. Oh, hell yeah, man. Do you, well, okay, what kind of... Do you, do you work at a cubicle or something like that or office so, or something? I do, and then I do a lot of travel for work okay. in state. So I'm not, like, flying anywhere. I'm not... I'm not. So you're in the car or whatever? Or bit, yeah, in the Boom. car a lot. And That's I'm talking, like, time. going to Farmington, two and a half hours. Going to mm. Cruces, 
three hours. Roswell, three hours. Like, I'm in the car a lot. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's And then, I, like, for me, like, right now, what I do is, I, shit, I don't do shit other than fucking, like, DoorDash and stuff like that. So I'm always in always my car. Always in the car. So I'm always listening to podcasts. Yeah. And shit like that. So that's why I'm like, okay. I looked at the AJ shit, and I was like, it's an hour? Oh, hell yeah. I, 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 yeah. Knock out, I gotta knock out some time. I'm gonna listen to this whole thing and check yeah. it out. You know what I'm saying? I get, I get bummed out sometimes when, like, my favorite podcasts, right? Like, Two Bears, One Cave. I listen to the Pat McAfee show. Like, listen to the pod. That's, like, the sister of the Pat McAfee show. When those are, like, usually an hour and a half, two hours long, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden there's one a year where it's, like, 45 minutes long, I'm like, mm-hmm. God damn it, dude. Like, I love listening to that shit. And, like, I like... I, I'm so bad with that. I love long form conversation, but when it comes to entertainment, mm-hmm. like other other forms of entertainment, I am so bad. If it's not five minutes or less, I'm good. Like I'm a TikTok. Well, well you mean team. like if it's gonna okay? Like do you mean like when you say entertainment, you mean like stuff that's gonna make you laugh? Yeah. Or okay, gotcha. Yeah. See, and like, and so in. Take that a step further. Mm-hmm. When people start talking about like Netflix and shit, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, you know, they want to watch whatever you name a show right now like if you talk about or and maybe not netflix but like game of thrones mm-hmm. you talk about yellowstone you talk about all that stuff i'm like man life is so serious as is like at the end of the day i want to come home and watch something mindless like i'm a mm-hmm. huge fan of family guy i want to watch stewie say some dumb shit like mm-hmm. i want to listen to that i want to i just want to consume something mindless and just kind of like let my brain just go to sleep facts that's that's kind of how i feel about like ratchet tv yeah, <laughs> like all the love and hip hops and all the basketball wives and wives and shit like that. I watch that shit just because I want to see y'all act a fool because I know I can't do that in my regular <laughs> life. Cause I'll go to jail. You probably, see, you you probably guys say shit do. like that all the time too, right? Like I always, I always say stupid shit. Like I'm always like, I'm like, you know what I would do in that situation? And then I'm in that situation. I'm like, nothing. nothing I would do all. absolutely nothing. I'm gonna go home. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to. <laughs> Turn away from this. Nope. 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 Yeah. I'm gonna, nope. I'm good. I ain't doing none of Not that shit that y'all Satan. doing. I'm never doing that. That's so, why I like to watch it. So I'll be like, oh, I can see where you're coming from. But it's all fake anyway. Yeah. So. When, you're, when you're talking about Ratchet, you're talking about like reality TV. Yeah. 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 Reality yeah, TV. Yeah. Because, you know, after watching it for some years, yeah. you know, from like high school and, you know, to now, middle, whatever case, sure. you realize that, hey. They're doing this for entertainment. Yeah, 100%. You know, see, this, this, this would never happen like this in real life. I fucking hate reality TV <laughs> so much, Mark J. I yeah. hate reality TV with a passion because, like, if I watch it for, like, 30 seconds, I'm hooked. And I'm not just hooked for an episode. I'm hooked for a season. Like, I like I, I get so invested. And the thing is, is I hate watch it. Like, I, I'll sit there and be like... Fuck this. This is stupid. He wouldn't say that. She wouldn't say that. She's dumb. He's dumb. Fuck that. Fuck them. Load up another episode. That's what, <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying. That's what keeps me in it. Like, yeah. I, like I found myself actually taking it seriously sometimes. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, no, fuck that. I wouldn't. That's, that's mm. imbe- unbelievable. Stupid. Nobody would ever do that. Yeah. All right. What's what's going on? Is it, is it queued up? They got another episode? <laughs> They have to have another episode. They have to have oh, and then one. and then and then you get so sucked in, right? Like, and then like you you watch like three episodes, you know, because your roommates or whatever, like they're mm-hmm. like, oh, it started like a couple weeks ago. Then you get like three episodes in, and you're like, there's not another one till next Friday. Oh, that throw you off. <sighs> you're like, God damn it. Okay, so next Friday, four o'clock, See, we'll they all be totally, we all right here. They totally messed up when they uh created like the binge watching of this shit, like with oh. a whole season of drop. 
Oh man, come on, man. Well, and that like that's the thing. Like, uh, I don't have any patience either. I don't know about you. I have no. zero patience. So like when they drop, like again, I like dumb humor. I watch stupid cartoons because at the end of the day, it just makes me giggle. Like I like life is too serious, right? Mm-hmm. So I love Big Mouth. They drop in a, a season of Big Mouth. I watch all ten episodes in a night and go, "Fuck, when's the next season?" It's like, yeah, you don't get to complain about the seasons being too far apart because you consumed all of it in a night. No, hell yeah, I like Big Mouth too. You yeah. know the writer, you know the writer of Big Mouth died a couple months, like a month ago. The writer of Big Mouth? Like I think it, either the writer or like a produce. It was a young guy, but he was like a writer. Yeah, he was a writer. I can't remember his name. It wasn't Nick Kroll, right? Like the the main voice of the show. I can't remember the dude's name. Damn. But uh, he just died last year. He was like. Uh, he was like around our age. I, I said around our age because we're in a range. I'm 31. Sure, sure, sure. How old are you? I'm 26. So okay, there's a we're range. Right. Yeah, we're, we're in the same range. Same range. Yeah. I, I was about to say we're I don't like being on my phone. School. Uh, <laughs> I don't like being on my phone during the podcast, but mm. I had I have to know. Um, I have to know who this is. Yeah, it was like the big mouth writer, right? Jack the... Knight. Yeah. Yeah. He was a writer. July 14th. You're it. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. That's crazy. That's so. I mean, that's tough. Yeah, Shout out to Jack Knight, dude. Cheers. Yeah, man, she is, bro. But that was a dope show. Definitely thought it was a dope show. Yeah, I do like that show a lot. Is there what else is like uh, a staple for you that you're like this is comfort show or whatever? Oh man. Okay, so I said the reality shows. Oh man, I just go back to like uh, sitcoms, man, because I really always. Like value like the '90s, early 2000s sitcoms, because like in Virginia, like for example, the day after Labor Day is the first day of school in Virginia. Okay. So. So today is today was the first day of school, right? So, but on Mondays is when like all the shows would come uh, come back from their hiatus over there. See, uh, the last episode of a season would be like in May. Okay. And then we wouldn't get them again until. Labor Day. Got it. So that that was like, it was everything. So you was waiting for the first episode of a TV show. And then after that went off, you couldn't go to sleep anyway because it's going to be the first day of school. And you're all excited and yeah, everything like yeah. that. So I just got something really in my heart about sitcoms and shit like that growing up. So I, I watched all of them like, oh, from you know, black sitcoms, of course, and black. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so like Moesha's The Parkers and 101 and all that type of shit. So, you know. Stuff like that, man. Big sitcom fan. Sit- sitcom. Sitcom. So, yeah, All right. That's cool. Mm. I was about to say. The, uh, all, like, that, it's, it's funny because I'm like, oh, he listens, or he watches all the black sitcoms. I'm like, all I can think about is the white sitcoms. I'm thinking of, like, I could, Friends. I know. I'm thinking of, like, saying. Seinfeld. Like, I've never <laughs> seen them ever. I'm, you know how what's crazy, right? So what's crazy is, is culture changes, right? Uh-huh. So I'm from Virginia. And Virginia, um, Hampton Roads, the area I'm from, it's a big military town. We get the biggest uh, naval base in uh, the country, right? Okay. So, got people from everywhere. Sure. So, yeah, there's a lot of white people because there's a lot of white people everywhere. Sure. But it's a lot of black people, a lot of black people, um, you know, and a big Asian population. It's not that big of a Hispanic population. Yeah. But for the most part, you know, growing up, you know, everybody's everybody, right? Yeah. The point I'm trying to make is this, like, a lot of people think because I went to an HBCU, 
that's where I got all the black stuff from and everything like that. No, yeah. those tons, like, even though in my classroom, I pr- it's probably like three black kids in a 30, uh, 30 uh, classroom. Yeah. It's still a lot of black. It's still enough black people to, for us to like collide, collide and yeah. like you know see this shit like that. It wasn't until I got to San Antonio, and yeah, keep in mind when I got to San Antonio, I was already twenty five. Yeah, and I just see like y'all never grew up on. Like y'all know who the, y'all don't know who Martin is. Oh, Martin Lawrence. He's a uh, Big Mama's house. Like y'all don't y'all don't remember the show? Like what the fuck? Y'all never seen this shit. And so it was just the whole like culture shock. And and the thing about the difference between San Antonio and um Albuquerque, New Mexico. That's why I fucking love Albuquerque, right? Yeah. Because at least in San Antonio, they didn't know, or maybe they did know, but it was still like it, I don't know, man. I, it's hard for me to I just love Albuquerque so much more. Because even though there's even less black people here in Albuquerque, <laughs> at least they fuck with you. Yeah. They, they don't care if you're black at all. They're like, what up, man? What's going on? <laughs> you know, the police. Yeah. I, I do. This, here's the real reason why I stayed out here, right? Everywhere I've been, I've always had charges. From Virginia, of course, I had tons of charges. Yeah. Growing up. I went to New York. First week, first couple of weeks of me here, right? My uncle that I was telling you about, yeah, he gave me a security gig. So when when you say uncle, you know, hey, I promise you the world, that uncle, that uncle, right? He was doing security, so he got me a security gig, right? Mm -hmm. Now keep in mind, this is in Brooklyn. Okay, all right. You might not be familiar with Brooklyn, but but yeah, I was about to ask. Brooklyn, you're saying like is a little bit more like rougher area, or is that or why Uh, why do you bring up Brooklyn? Keep in mind, it's Brooklyn. Okay, so Brooklyn is a is a is a rough neighborhood. Okay, okay, that's where Biggie's from. That's where Jay Z's from. That's yeah. where you know, it's, it's, it's a rough area. Yeah, even though it was 2018, still a rough area. Sure, and, but but it's not the fact that it was a rough area. The fact is, I'm not from there. Yeah, so I'm doing a, and then now I'm doing security at a kids party. Yeah, now you know I say kid, but I just told you I got in the gang when I was 13. Sure, like so no kids at this age. So, so it's like you're 16, talk- 17, right? Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's like 16, 17, and you are, you know, when you get to a certain age, you look you look back at 16 and 17 as they're the juvenile, but they're dangerous. Yeah. They're very dangerous. Yeah. You know, and I'm the only one there, and they, long story short, they started a riot at the, uh, <laughs> they started God, a riot at yeah. the park, and I'm the only one there, right? Dude, all I could think of, because I had, you know, I had a gun on me, right? It's a dirty gun. And look, in my mind, I'm like, look, if I wanted to catch a charge. Hold up, hold up, hold up. up. When you say dirty gun, you were hired as security for this event. You shouldn't have the gun on you. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Because I I, I just want to ask. I I don't know. No, 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 no. Ask whatever. Sure. That along with the fact that the gun came from the street. It it. didn't come from a store. Got it. Got it. (laughs) Not only am I not supposed to have, not only (laughs) am I supposed to have the gun at the venue, I'm not supposed to have the gun in general. Yeah. I don't know what y'all did with this gun. So (laughs) if I get caught with this gun, they're going to do forensics. I'm like, yeah, you shot two people too. Oh, hey, hold on. I just got it today. But anyway, so I'm like, okay. So I called the police. This is the first time I ever called the police in my life. Called the police and said, there's a riot out here. Because look, here's the thing. Because it was 16 and 17, yeah, you can't touch them. 
Can't Got touch it. it. Especially it. if I'm not. And then I didn't have uh, New York security credentials at the time. Yeah. I thought I was just getting some easy money. It was $90. I needed it at the They're time. kids. You like, know, what are they going to do? No, but see, my thing is, I knew what kids were capable of. Because, sure. you, know, you know, but I thought it was, was going to be more than just me there. Oh. <laughs> there's, not, there's 90? There, you said there's 90 of them? There was, uh, so the uh, the limit, he, the dude told me to click, you gave me a clicker. He said it's only 51, his capacity is 51. 100 people in there. Oof. So not only do they have double the amount they're supposed to have, yeah. the ratio is fucked. And then you know how people talk. You know how teenagers be talking shit to you. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no, and you know, at first, I'm going to be honest with you. At first, yeah. I was stern. I was like, hey, yo, no more people here. because Yeah, I had the deep voice. Yeah. Hey, no more people here. We had capacity. People just come up talking shit. Hey, ain't fooling this bitch, nigga. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> All right. They, they going to try to play me. When we pay for the building, they said we can fill it up. I was like, I don't know. Uh. A hundred people. And you're like, hey, can you guys keep it, keep <laughs> it down? <laughs> keep it down. <laughs> if you don't mind. <laughs> it was all good, man. Even my uncle. Just check it out. My uncle came to it. And just to walk through, it was good. Yeah. Because he had a security job to do out in Manhattan. Now, if you know anything about Brooklyn and Manhattan, if you don't have a car, it's kind of far uh, because you got to take a train to get there. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So he wasn't going to make it back in time anyway. Yeah. But it was just like, I'm like, oh, and then I had on sweatpants, man. It just, just wasn't a good vibe. I, t- I say all I like to say, I caught a charge for not having a security license in, in New York. Yeah. So the last three months, three, four months that I was living in New York, I had to get certified for security in New York. Yeah. And then, you know, all that. But I just want to just point out, side note, I know I'm jumbling, but side go. note, <clears throat> I had some great things that happened to me in New York. I was on Wildin' Out. I was you were on, on Wildin' Out? Yeah, I was on Wildin' Out. No fucking way, They dude. cut my shit out. Dude, but they, talk they, about they, the <laughs> shit that like I love. I love watching Wildin' Out. And I, yeah, like, I just too, watched dude. the highlights. But like. No, dude. I loved, I loved it, man. And um, uh, I, I start roasting um, Carlos and, um, and Chico <laughs> in, in the... Um, it was like because what happens is yeah they they um record for an hour and a half but they okay. cut it down to thirty thirty minutes, minutes. yeah 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 so because they're putting on a they're legitimately put on a live show real talk man yeah. and so you don't even see how many sketches don't work sure because there's a lot of them that don't work but see also the great thing about production is production man you yeah. you learn how production works when you go to New York and places like that because it's like. All those ooh, hey, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. We record all that in the beginning. So gotcha. even if the joke doesn't work, they they're going to place later. it in it. And see, a lot of people be thinking, when I be telling people like about this audio, right? Yeah. I say, man, do you a special? Like, Tyranny, do you a fucking 15-minute special, right? Yeah. And then I say, people just got to, in their in they mind, like, oh, if I put a laugh track, people going to notice. They're not. Yeah. They don't notice it on TV, so yeah. how the fuck they didn't notice it on your... No, that's 100% you know, true. That's what I'm saying. So, a lot of times, you know there's some people in this world that don't understand why this shit's funny? Mm-hmm. They're only laugh because other people are laughing? Yeah. I know people like that. Tons of people. Like, yeah. they don't get jokes at all. Like, this one neighborhood in... Uh, <laughs> from where I'm from, this one neighborhood, they're really good in sports and yeah. everything like that. But when it comes to funny shit, they only laugh if they see somebody else laughing. 
Oh, dude. Like, they don't get shit. I dated a girl like that. She didn't get none of my jokes. But if she heard, she heard it on, like, a special and everybody was laughing, she was like, ah, that, Did, that's funny. Was she, was she hot at least? Like, I, Oh, hell yeah, fat I, ass. I, I'm I a fat ass, guys. Uh, shout out to everybody with a fat ass. Uh, I just wanted to do a disclaimer on Tyranny's podcast. I must. know it's not about that. It's a but mu- no, it's a must. Thing. <laughs> if you weren't going to bring it up, I was. All right. I love a fat booty. I mean, yes. God. Fat booty. <sighs> Here's the thing, like, and, and, and we're we're going off topic here, which is totally fine. We'll come back, <laughs> comma. However, the big thing is that I, I had this argument with someone. They're like, they're like, yeah, but tits are what make a girl. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Hear me out. If you ever see a girl with a big ass and little to no boobs, it's really not a big deal. It's like it was never a big deal for me. No, but if you see a girl with huge tits. And no ass. That just looks wild. It, I don't like it, dude. It's like it you got like, a big it, ass, it, no tits. You're like, okay. You, you ever seen a toothbrush in like one of them toothbrush holders? So, <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> so like you're very time heavy, but it's just like a stick oh, at the. It's like, dude. oh god. Oh, you like a like, uh, 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 uppercase P. I hope. <laughs> I hope that there's a. Oh, they're uppercase. P. <laughs> I hope there's some girl right now. That's just sitting there, and she's just like, am, am I a toothbrush holder? She's yeah, like, just yeah, like <laughs> dude, I'm telling you're you, You're fine. Whoever you are, you're fine. Whatever. I've always been a butt guy, man, but I feel like- um, I'm not mad at tits. I, not, you know, honestly, I like I, I've grown to appreciate them in my older but, years. And, and, here, and here's the thing is like, but but like, I think that's a an, an important distinction, right? Because a lot of girls will go like- you know what? He doesn't like because I don't have big tits. It's like you can have massive tits that are ugly. Like you can have small tits that are nice. Like it doesn't matter. Like you can have nice tits no matter what the size. Like it's it's fine. Ass is what counts in my mind. Yeah. You can work for an ass. You can't work for tits. Really? I don't know. I mean, I like know. not like like fake tits like are out of the oh, conversation. Okay, okay, you know what okay, I mean? Like, okay. but you can you can legitimately work. For an ass, you can do squats. You can do it like right. It's not gonna come out of nowhere, but you you can work for an ass. Do you can't work have, for tits. My question to you, um, because you're from Farmington, right? Yep. So do they have? Uh, is it a big native population in Farmington? Yes, sir. See, I'm ne- see. I'm gonna be honest with you. I haven't seen natives until <laughs> I moved out to New Mexico. I know it sounds crazy. Yeah. yeah. Anybody that's I from New Mexico, it. it sounds crazy to you, but no, I never I seen nobody native. Though. You know. A lot of native girls don't have a lot of butt, but <laughs> I'm gonna be honest cool. with you. In the same breath, they're some of the best lovers out here, man. Those native girls, they freaky, dude. The uh, it's funny because this conversation came up with AJ and I within like the first five minutes of our podcast. <laughs> she's like, he's like, I haven't met a, a native girl with ass yet. And I'm like, all right. I'm like, yeah, he's right. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> man, you know what? I'm going to be honest with you, man. There's a difference. There's a difference between ass in your pants and then, you know, unclothed ass. Yeah. Because some of them yeah. have ass when they're unclothed. At least it seems like maybe, it. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm drunk. Maybe but, you know, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> Either, neither here nor there. All right. All right. So, <laughs> you, uh, I was about to say, there were, I forgot where we were at before. There's something I wanted to bring up, though. Okay. So, so, you grew up Christian. Yeah. What was it that turned you away? Did you grow up strict Christian? Strict Christian household? Um, I, okay. Well, 
Okay, so I, I feel like everybody has their own little take on it, but like for like it was like a, a strict Christian black household, like um everybody was Christian believing. Um Yeah, so that was my foundation. Yeah. You know, that was my foundation and you know when things would happen bad I still I would do this shit because you gotta realize, man, like, yeah, you go to church a couple, couple days out of the week and then on Sunday, but your main shit is going on nonstop. Yeah. So even when you come back. So it was like, it was up until, it wasn't until I was um, 28, probably like 28 is where I wasn't, I, I um, found my new uh, faith route, which was a Hebrew Israelite. So I'm a Hebrew Israelite now. But it took me a long time, man, like, and then, like, just to see how people react on certain situations and to see how the church would react on uh, certain situations. So when it comes to Christianity, I could I could tell you everything about that. Sure. But also like, go back to uh, when I was in a concert choir. We got paid to go to every type of church you could think of. Yeah. On the map. Catholic. Episcopalian, um, Presbyterian, Seven Day Adventist, uh, Baptist, uh, Pentecostal, it, anything you can think of that was a church, we got paid to sing there. Yeah. So to see their different cultures and they're all coming out of the same Bible, I'm like, okay, well, look, there's somebody that's correct. Yeah. And that's, that's that, that was my thinking, right? Yeah. And when I got real desperate, I was like, man, look, and I'm also a real uh, debater. Okay. So when it comes to debating, I don't want to... I don't want you to mention a topic and I'm saying, well, that's just how it is. Yeah. I don't want that to be the answer. Yeah. So I had to find somebody that give it, give it to me from the root. Yeah. And that's what I found with like the Hebrew Israelites. So even that shit ain't, ain't easy, man. This is why I, I fuck with a lot of bitches. I mean, excuse my language. <laughs> 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 I know because the thing about it is, here's the thing, bro. Like I have to, because you know, I like the, to say this is a global audience and everyone's listening to this. I don't know if the Hebrew Israelites are listening to this. You're you're good to no, they could no, yeah. no, they understand what I mean because it's yeah. crazy because when you start telling them that, yeah, you know, chosen people of God and everything like that, you start telling them that they love it, right? But when you start telling them, I don't celebrate none of the holidays mm. because they got pagan backgrounds, then they're gonna be with it for a while. And then they're going to be like, I can't do it no more. Yeah. And then when they do it, when they do that, you got to be like, okay, cool. Because the thing about it is what our our mission is, when we with a female, we lay with them, we're supposed to be with them forever. That's the responsibility. But if they want to leave, they got to leave. Yeah. And they can leave. We ain't nobody, like, holding them captive or nothing. So that's why we have multiple women. So a lot of times you hear, oh, Hebrew Israelites have multiple women. But it's because we have to have because you you're not gonna stay around. Is it is it matriarchal at that point? Is that what well, you mean? Like the woman, like the, is that is the head like they get to make the decision then? No, the, the decision that they get to make. I can't is, fuck it, with that if women are running. No, shit. no, I'm no. Just no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean neither. Fuck that. No, I'm just kidding. But look, what I'm saying is yeah, the, the, around, the, the the decision that they get to make is I don't want to do this no more. Yeah. And then okay, cool. Because what I can't do is say, you're not going to do this? Well, I'm going to leave you if you don't do it. And I can't do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I just got to be miserable um, until you decide to have sex with somebody else. And then once you do that. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, 
shit, if anything, it's a more progressive religion than than most, if not all, because right, like that gives power back to the women in the mm-hmm. in the dynamics. When you say like debating, mm-hmm. what it like what's something that people will do, right? And you just mentioned one of them. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, well, that's just how it is, or like you just got like one that I hate is like you just got to trust in God's plan. Like, yeah. so, when people do that, I hated that man because the reason why I hated that is because look, it wasn't until. And it's crazy because I grew up Christian, right? I told you, sure. right? So that's the that's the foundation of what I'm saying, right? It wasn't until right a couple of months before I graduated college, one of the sisters from the church that I grew up with, right? She was like, the Sabbath day is on Saturday. I said, what? Yeah. <laughs> she said, yeah, it's sa- Saturday. It's not Sunday. I said, why we go to church on Sunday then? What's <laughs> she did, it like, Cause there's no just, way, there's no just, way you're selling a Saturday church. <laughs> there's no way you're selling Saturday church, man. You know how hard Dude, it is that, to wake up Sunday understand. morning for church, bro. You don't understand how many wars I done went to, and it's even when I was in the streets and people, and I was like, yeah, that's what you believe, but on Sunday, that's when I go to worship God or whatever, whatever yeah, case yeah. may be, right? So it wasn't until some one of my own or what I felt was my own, right? She yeah. told me. No, it's Saturday. I was like, why didn't I never get taught that? Like, what? I mean, Saturday was a free day for me growing up. Like, that's what I always thought. Yeah. You know, and then it, and then from there, it went from um, that into, okay, my wife. My wife was, she had gotten into spirituality, and she was like the world mission church of God. Now, they believe in, like, God the mother and God the father. Now, I wasn't believing that shit, but... The documentation that she had, I couldn't argue with it. Yeah. So I was like, oh, whoa. Yeah. Is that? So now I got to go deeper. Yeah. Because that's what I'm trying to say. When I when it came to, look, okay, so check this out. A lot of times of me being a, um, a radio personality or a radio, whatever the case may be, I also, in the, in the past years, I was uh, a relationship coach. Really? Certified relation, yeah, certified relationship coach. So I was a life coach, and then uh, emphasis on relationship coaches. So I did that for a while, right? And I'm able to debate all that. I'm able to debate when it comes to music. I'm able to debate when it comes to anything else. Sure. When it comes to my faith, something that's sacred to me, I can't say shit. Yeah. Show me some artifacts that this really happened. Well, listen, um, <laughs> that's, yeah. all I guess well, it's, that's, that's tough, right? Because like yeah. people want to come out like that. That was one thing that always bothered me about Christian faith is like mm-hmm. when people are like, I just know, like, I know that there's this, I know this. It's like, there's no, there's yeah. literally no certainty. And that's part of the beauty of faith, right? The, yeah. You, you have that's to believe because it. yeah, like you, you believe because you believe and that's, that's awesome. Like, I'm not mad at that. Mm-hmm. But sit and say that you know, like literally break down everything to like the beginnings of whatever you believe, right? Believing that there's a fictional character in the sky that created everything, it's far fetched. Mm-hmm. Believing that two atoms just ran into each other and then all of a sudden like we had the big bang, like that's far fetched. Like literally every creation story you can think of, it, it takes a lot to grasp. It's all it takes so be, much. Listen, all it, of listen, them are, and as much as divided I am as a Hebrew Israelite, there's still things that I need to have explained to me. That's why I'm a baby. That's why they don't let me teach shit. <laughs> that's why my original Facebook, that's my Hebrew Facebook, they don't let me post shit about the word or the scriptures because I'm not there yet. Sure. 
So that's why I'm strictly on my comedian. Uh, but but see, it comes down to like anybody that believes in the Bible, bro. You have to worship in spirit and in truth. Now you have tons of people that I feel it. Look, the, God is with me. I feel it. I know it. That's the spirit. Okay, cool. Sure. But the truth is, these words on these pages and everything on these lines. That's the truth. So. If you're not following that, if you ain't preaching that, that's shit. Yeah. But don't nobody want to hear it, but you know why? Because a lot of people, man, they come to church just to feel good. Yeah. It's a themselves. hypocrisy. There's no integrity I'm not, with it. you know, I can't be that bad of a person. Yeah. Come on, man. What am I, oh, you, you say he, he going to forgive me anyway? Okay, well, fuck it. Let's fuck these bitches. Yeah. Let's do, <laughs> do whatever we got to do. Because he going to forgive me anyway, so I mean, shit. Well, that's, and that's like the wild part, right, is like you start talking about like, oh, there's forgiveness, there's forgiveness, there's forgiveness. And, and don't get me wrong. I still believe mm-hmm. a lot of that, and I still believe in a Christian faith. However, like we don't even give that, one, to other people, but to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't forgive other people. Which does like that doesn't make any sense, and like don't get me wrong, we're 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 uh, we're human beings and, and you know, we're flawed, etc. But how are you who like you just talked about, right? You mm-hmm. go in and you're like, you know, you believe this, and there's the truth of it. Well, the truth is, if we do serve a holy God, like you are supposed to forgive those, and people mm-hmm. don't, and then again, they don't forgive themselves. So it's like, how do you sit there and say? You know, oh, I'm forgiven, but you don't forgive as well. The the, the hypocrisy and the integrity and of the see, whole thing that's is what bothers what, me. That's what led me to what I believe in, bro. Because it, it, I always thought it was hypocrisy. Yeah. I always thought that. And that my thing is, the Jesus that we get talked about, uh, that, that we get told about on a Sunday morning, that's happy Jesus. Mm-hmm. Happy Jesus. Happy God. Yeah. He'll forgive you for everything you get as long as you love him. Yeah. That's not the fucking God that's in the Bible, though. He's killing people. He's letting people starve because they didn't believe. They didn't do what they were supposed to do. But they don't tell you that on a Sunday morning. Yeah. They, no, because that which wouldn't is, be, that wasn't tough, that right? wouldn't get the tithes in. Exactly. No, no, that wouldn't get the spot. money in. You know what I'm saying? If I yeah. told you what you're doing, God was killing people. You understand what Passover was or people want to call it communion. Do you really understand, dude? God really to to lead Moses out of the wilderness and his people, he literally killed everybody's firstborn. You know what we're not talking enough about? It's just like, <laughs> I mean, does does God just hate Jews? Jews are the chosen people, <laughs> and see, you know, because I'm a black Hebrew Israelite, I believe I am a Jew. See, okay, then God hates you, dude. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Okay, but see, on, it just it just go it goes so deeper, tyranny. You yeah. know what I'm saying it goes so deeper because the thing about it is, you know, we all know that it says that Jesus had feet of brass, hair of wool. Touch your hair right now. Does it feel like wool? No. You Mexican, right? Me? Yeah. I'm a mix of shit that I don't even know. I need to do. What's I need your, to do. What, some. What's your dad? So. When you bring that up, okay. I actually don't know my biological dad. Oh, so okay. like, I, he's Hispanic. That's a lot. He, he, I think that's he's a lot, Hispanic, but that's right? a lot of people that I grew up with. You know, yeah. in my, like, my, well, my and his la- his last name is Ibarra. It's like so. I'm assuming. Ooh. I'm assuming Spanish, right? <laughs> I'm assuming Spanish, right? Like so. Like 
Do I it, do I know all that shit for sure? It doesn't no. have an Owski on it, so I kind of think it's Hispanic. If, yeah, it, yeah. if it had a Gunkowski, I was like, ah, Tierney, yeah. you might be. Oh, this <laughs> is tough. This is tough. I knew That's why I you're hate... not over six foot. I knew. Oh, shit. <laughs> God damn it, dude. <laughs> oh, fucking weird, dude. Dude, this was a blast, man. I appreciate you being on the podcast. I mean, I thank so you for having me, bro. I, mean, I always wanted to do this. I, I was kind of salty when you got sick and I couldn't do it the last time. Dude. I was like, man, fuck, man. Fuck this nigga Tyranny, <laughs> man. Put this nigga. I, I put Tyranny on my uh, archive. Hit list, bro. Like, yeah, I put him on my archive messages. I was like, yeah, I was like fuck you. Mark, <laughs> J, Mark J just starts sending me messages. Doesn't, doesn't even just like allow like Facebook Messenger or anything. He starts sending messages. Red at 752. <laughs> Red at 753. And I'm like, damn, dude. I fucked up. I got the COVID. That's not my fault, bro. Okay? <laughs> I got COVID. That's not my fucking fault. No, dude. This is great. I, I am I do apologize for that. It's great that we got to connect and actually do this podcast. This was awesome. What do you have going on around the corner? Are you part of Funny Fiesta? I'm not a part of Funny Fiesta. Um, I just want to put this out. You know what? I, I'm, I'm going to give you an exclusive. Because you know I'm a part of the po' folks, right? Let's go. So, it was a big thing oh, for... shit. Sorry, sorry. Okay, we will, okay. I'll, I'll come back to po' folks. Okay, I promise ahead, you. I promise ahead, you. Go ahead, go ahead. So, I have to, I have to bring this up. Okay. And I, I would be remiss if I didn't. Okay, go ahead. So, Mark J, before he goes out and performs, or right after he performs, he comes out, which is like a, ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was the reason? Is that just the music background that Yo, you do you that? Know what, you know what's crazy? It is, but... Okay, this would really came, this would really happen, right? So it was Juno, um, giving you an exclusive. Mm-hmm. So it was Juno. Mm-hmm. You know, Royal he wears like weird shit, right? Because yeah. he works out. <laughs> so Royal had this leather vest on, right, showing mm-hmm. his arms. Yeah. And I was I was roasting Royal because I I felt like he looked like Jodeci. Okay. So Jodeci, KC, and JoJo, ooh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I did that the first night, right, that I seen him with that. The first night he did Juno. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it just stuck. So yeah. now it's one of the things that I do to just, like, a ritual to get me hyped. Yeah. Every time I do that shit, you know what I I'm get saying? juiced every time you do it. And there was one time, <laughs> it, was at a, it was at Revel for an open mic. Okay. You didn't go up and do it when you went on. You walked off and didn't do it. And I was like... Fuck! It's like I didn't even I don't even know you that well, and I'm just like I'm just in the background, and I was just all I like just panic. I'm like shaking like a dog on the porch, like trying not to bark, and all of a sudden I was like, oh yeah, like no, my voice sucks ass, but I'm like, and then you did it, I was like, fucking yes, I was like, oh, cash it because I, I needed think, it. I think and that I think um Jamar let me do it. He said do it. He yeah. said do it. He, he gave it a <laughs> He said do it. That's that good. Oh, dude. I was uh, I get juiced every time you do it. I'm like, oh, he's coming up. He's coming up and he's gonna do some shit. Cause that gets me hype, bro. That, yeah. that actually gets me in the mode. And I'm like, okay, y'all came to see fucking Mark J or y'all came to see a comedy show. Whether y'all because here's the thing about it with Tyranny, like people look at me, mm-hmm. they wouldn't think I'm funny. Even like me being a Hebrew Israelite, uh, my a gr- big group of Hebrew Israelites, I tell them I'm a comedian. They's like, no, <laughs> no, you're you're so calm, cool, and collected. I said, look, it's cold switching, bro. Yeah, like I don't because here's what fucked me up. Okay, 
not to backtrack, but just to, to sum it all up, sure. you asked me like uh, what got me into comedy. I really didn't want to be in comedy because the thing about it is, I'm naturally funny. Yeah, motherfuckers be taking me as a joke, mm. and I don't want to be the fat jolly guy like hey guys and everything <laughs> like cool. And you try to play me on some bullshit. Yeah, I'm bro. This is bro. This ain't. I bench you know four fifty. Close to 500 Shuttle by myself. Flex, man. Subtle flex. No, I, I squat 600. Damn. I'm not. Hey, bro, I'm 350 pounds, bro. 6'5". Yeah. If you come across me, it's not going to be pretty. Yeah. You try to, it's not. Yeah. And I don't want people to think that it will be. Yeah. You know, oh, he's just like, he's cool. He's just big. He's a big teddy bear. <laughs> I'm not a big teddy bear. Like, I know you hear yeah. that all the time. He's a big teddy I'm not. Yeah. And when I do you dirty, I don't want you to be like, he did something I never <laughs> thought he would do. <laughs> I try to let you know I wasn't that dude. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. just funny. I really am funny. Yeah. So um, that, that's really what it comes down to, man. Um. What was he talking about, Terry? The, the ooh, yeah. Like, oh, man. See, when it comes to that, man, that just gets me hype. And everybody's starting to notice that that gets me hype. Yep. But you know what? I noticed because I bombed Friday night. I killed it on Wednesday night. And that's that's crazy with comedy. Yeah. I killed it Wednesday night at the Deaf Comedy Revel shit, right? Yeah. Killed that shit, right? Yeah. I got some shit doing like 12,000 views already. And it ain't been a week yet on a little clip that I did, right? But I did the first Fridays, bomb that shit. Mm. And the thing about it was, I you know you gotta have, do you have rituals before you go up because I'm not a weed smoker before yeah. I go up because I forget my shit. I fucked around and smoked some weed. Ah, uh, changing up the changing up the. I know. Yeah. See, like I I don't like the big thing that I'll do is like uh, I'll just like. Like legitimately, like full squats to make sure I have my legs like feel, mm, feeling yeah, something. Yeah, okay, okay. Because like I get, I get so nervous, and like mm -hmm. I, I know the first couple times I did like open mics, I would try to like have like two or three beers, mm -hmm. and then I'm like, I, I don't like that. I want to feel what's happening. Mm -hmm. I want to know what's going on. So like a beer before is fine, or like mm -hmm. a drink before is fine. But I, I want to feel what's happening, and then part of that is like I need to know that my legs fucking function. So like I'll do like a couple of full squats. I'll wait, like shake everything out. Like and that was like I mean, there's the same thing with like wrestling back in the day. Like shake everything out. And then all of a sudden as I go up, it's like I, t I tell whoever, like my back in the day it used to be my coaches. Now it's literally whoever's like by me, whether it's a comedian, whether it's just someone in the crowd, whatever. I'll literally look at them, go for a fist bump and go, No nerves, just fun, right? Just like that's always that's always what I need to hear. No nerves, just fun. And that's I mean, I have to have that. It's the same thing for you, right? Like, you get pumped up when you do that. That's my pump up. Is yeah. No I nerves, mean, you, just fun. You, you always got to have whatever works for you. Whatever works for you. But you always got to, um, it, it just takes, like you said, I don't know if you was bullshitting, but, you know, you said uh, collectively of, like, what, like 15 open mics or whatever kids yeah. be. But, I mean, but you've been out here because I've seen yeah. you. Yeah. So, obviously, I've seen you. And wait, what the fuck is this? I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't, no, no, you're good. You're <laughs> good. Popular you, man. You know what's crazy when somebody call you multiple times? You yeah, know, like, who the fuck yeah, is yeah. this? Hey, anyway. I was about to say, let's let's get you out of here because I, I know I was about to say, if, if that must be important. I understand. I want to mm -hmm. be respectful of your time. Bro, this was awesome. I definitely appreciate you being hey, on. Hey, thank you for having me, Tyranny, bro. Anytime um, you ever want me again. 
or you want to do a duel with the Po Folks, or <laughs> yeah, dude, you want to come on our podcast, the Po Folks Podcast, that's on uh, Anchor and Spotify right now. It'll be on other uh, platforms as well. But we fuck with our guy Tierney, man. You're a great interviewer, you're a great podcaster, you're a great comedian, bro. And I'm just thankful for you uh, having me and this opportunity to be on your shit, bro. Yeah, Thank man, you, bro. this is awesome. What do you have going on real soon? You got the open mics on Thursday, the Po Folks podcast. Tell us tell us everything you got going okay, on. Okay, so yeah, like like you said, we got the Po Folks podcast. That's available, and it will be available on more pop platforms. We also got um, every other Thursday of the month. So it just depends on <laughs> depends on when you're listening to this, but sure. it's every other. So we just had one last week, so we won't have one this week. Got it. The week of the Labor Day, but we will have one next week, next Thursday. The po folks, and see, we do something different, man. It's not just um, open mic comedy. You know, it's kind of like a, a if you ever look up eighty five South show with DC Young Fly, Carlos Miller, and Chico Bean. That's what we do. You know, your boy can sing, so. Uh, we got a live band in the background, so I will be singing like that. Um, also, um, for Mark J, uh, in particular, because I'm I'm funnier than those other two guys. <laughs> but um, that's neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> there's a state fair or something like that coming next week, and I'm gonna be performing for Dry Heat uh, Friday, um, on uh, uh, September 16th. Nice. And then uh, on September 23rd, I'm headlining um, at the hall. The hall is our place that we do our open mic at. And, you know, uh, Kevin Kennedy is throwing that. You know, a lot of people don't fuck with Kevin Kennedy, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> you probably heard that, but it's neither here nor there, uh, Tyranny. Thank you for having me, bro. I appreciate you're, you, bro. You're the man. Guys, this is another episode of Escaping Tyranny. You guys remember the rules. Don't forget to mix in a water. Don't drink and drive. Uh, go down on your partner, and the earth is flat. Cheers. <laughs>